What is up, folks? We are back at it November 16th here in Maryland. And um, yesterday I went and saw a physical therapist who I uh, grew up with. And now he's a physical therapist and a really good one. Um, he works with athletes and uh, was always like really gifted, but also worked super hard. Um, was a personal trainer for a long time. Anyways, he's really, really good. And I went and saw him because I was in Maryland. I was like, man, I got to go see this guy. I work on a couple little tweaks that I'm working on with my body. Get a couple things in order. Um, and went and saw him. And I was asking him a couple questions while we were at, when we were finishing up. I was like, let me ask you a question. Do you see, <clears throat> do you see any sort of correlation? I don't know to the extent that you're able to see this or track this or whatnot in your practice as a physical therapist and not as like a psychiatrist, but do you see any correlation in one's mental health um, or in one's um, emotional health in their ability, uh, in their like ability to get better after they come and see you? And and he said, yeah, not even a question. He was like, of course. <laughs> he was like, I was like, okay, tell me about that. What's that look like? And he said, well, you know, so many people, it's it's sometimes hard to tell, like, which came first, the chicken or the egg. Like, sometimes people will be, you know, incredibly weak, and so they have pain in their shoulder, or they'll, like, run things into the ground or whatever. And so well, either way, they'll cr be crippled in some way, and that'll leave, lead to, like, um, okay, once you stop like moving, you start getting, you start sitting more, you start slouching, your whole posture changes, you start getting depressed, you start like, you know, you start like having self-confidence in yourself. And um, he was saying like on like a very basic level, like your ability to function well physically, like as a, as a tool, as a physical body leads to massive like state changes just in your, in your self-esteem and your confidence and your ability just to simply be happy because you're outside moving around simply because you're in the sun or because you've got some good exercise and and it affects your mental health and affects your emotional health and um it was so it was so obvious to him and i was like i was like okay can, like how else have have you worked with any therapists like directly or like sent people to therapists or like have connected anything i mean i'm actually i'm seeing him again next week so i'm going to continue the dialogue with him um and i want to ask him some more specific questions to see if he's like worked with anybody on specific things maybe if they've seen any specific emotional things and correlated that in like the physical body in any specific way um but he was saying he, he was saying yes that is um how it works uh, i, I want to extend the conversation with him is what i'm saying but he said yes that is how it works he said people hold their stress in their body and so um you know, if you work on your body, you're working on your stress in many ways, or, or it'll open you up and make you capable at least to work on your stress in other ways. So you're working on it in two manners. You're saying, I'm working on this directly and indirectly by working on my body. I'm working on it because we hold stress in our body. So you're working on the stress. You're just working on it in, in a different way. It's that it's direct, 
right? You're working directly on the stress, but you're working on it through the body. And the second way is that you're working on your body and that opens you up and makes you more available as a human being. And that availability then enables you to go and work on on the stress in a different way, like emotionally, like psychologically, um, in these types of manners. And, and so you're working on it in multiple ways just by working on it through the body <laughs> and then in addition to that you also you know so it's a very it's a very it's a, it's, a, it's a very powerful uh, thing to to be leveraging here um and it's not just if you're depressed it's also to get a, it's a, if you're being ahead of the ball game like obviously everything we're talking about a lot of what i'm talking about is like for pe- for for you know the the for us for people and for um, like I would say for people who are like behind the line or like, you know, not up to speed on their health and wellness or their emotional wellness or whatever, all this stuff. But it goes for all of us, even for people who are above average health and wellness and like doing well and they're great and they're healthy and they're strong and they're emotionally strong and stuff like that. We all have areas that are weak. And so the idea is to work on these little areas that are weak. Um, maybe we're overall healthy and we just have areas that are weak and maybe we're overall unhealthy in which we're working on our on the areas that are weak, you know, but those collectively create an overall unhealthiness in our system. So, and as a self, so that's what we're, uh, that's what we're looking at here. And, um, but it, it goes, but, you know, as we grow and as we continue to develop ourselves, it looks like not just working on the unhealthy or behind the areas that are sort of subpar, but also the areas that are strong, you know, and saying like, okay, well, you know, great. Now I'm, I'm now like I'm, I'm physically fit, like to whatever standard that means for you. Like, you, you know, you're definitely in shape. You're not necess- you're not out of shape. You know, there's all sorts of definitions for being in shape. You know, it depends on what you're doing. Um, but, but let's just generally say, right? You're in shape. You're not out of shape. Okay, and, and. Now you want to like take it to the next level. Well, you apply this modality of thinking, modality, it's not, you, you apply this practice and now you can start to target, be more specific. I'll give you an example. One way that I've been, I've been, um, doing this is I really like, I got married recently and, um, you know, thank God everything's great. And uh, looking, you know, but I'm really grateful. We have a very healthy relationship. And, and um, but marriage as a theme requires you to take a lot of responsibility. It, it requires you to grow and, and be, you know, it requires you to be a man. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard and it requires a lot of responsibility. Um, and, you're taking on a challenge and to me like what it seems like is basically the way that I see this and this is I think a little bit subjective so take this you know this is my opinion but take it so take it with a grain of salt but you know listen hear what you think um the way that I see it is like I want I I want my trunk to be really strong my trunk being like my core my abdomen my my back my whole torso area in my stability and my balance and like my trunk like I want to be like a really 
steadfast individual um, moving in a good, healthy direction. Also, nimble and buoyant and be able to move where I need to and flexible and, and, and supple and dynamic. But I want to have like a lot of strength in my trunk uh, and be really grounded if I need to be. And, um, and I think that's very representative of of um, you know of other of other areas in your life, and so even if it's just a cue, even if it's just a signal, let's say that there's no connection, that there's no somatic connection in any way, shape, or form. Um, but let's just say that it's a cue for you. You going and working on your it's sort of like a mantra in a certain sense that like you going and working on your. Um, core and your trunk and just focusing on that as like a principle in your exercise and making your trunk and core really strong um it it will it starts to shift the way that you think and change the way that you approach the rest of your life and think about being an individual who's now strong and it changes your mind it changes your mindset and it shifts the way that you approach the world and it does because even when you physically have a stronger trunk and a stronger system you 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 engage you walk differently you know you walk differently like you have like somebody says something to you and you react differently like if you you've felt this before if you've gotten really strong or you've did a big transformation or if you started doing like martial arts or something like that you gained a lot of confidence like like you'll feel it like you feel it physically like you feel it socially you feel it emotionally so so, you know, you can be more specific and you can be more targeted with this, you know, and if you're not sure about this and you don't think that this is true, I would recommend you to try it. And the best example is always, you know, shoulders back and down, basically. Um, that's another example that I worked on previously and it worked successfully, um, which was... Um, I was never like a super hunched over shoulder guy. Like I was always very active and very fit. Um, like when I was younger, I was running races and doing like, you know, half marathons and I was training. Um, like when I was in high school, I was doing a lot of martial arts and jujitsu and Muay Thai and MMA and doing lots of army training. I was trying to join the military, didn't end up joining the military, but doing lots of training for that. And, um, just doing lots of swimming and laps and mental training and, and all this stuff and football and jujitsu and whatever. I mean, I was an active kid my whole life playing soccer and football and stuff. So I've never been like somebody who's just like slouched over on the couch. But I, but the way that I approached working out and I did a lot of CrossFit. Um, and but the way that I was the way that I was working out. Um, and I mentioned CrossFit specifically because I was really looking to be a dynamic individual and like a very functional and, um, and like almost dangerous individual as opposed to being somebody who's just there for the looks. And so I specifically didn't train chest or biceps. It was more of like a vendetta, like a chip on my shoulder I had when I was younger um, that like I didn't want to train it because everybody in the gym just trains chest and buys and I didn't want to just be the guy training. I didn't want to train chest and buys because I didn't want to be a part of that culture. I was, I was training, you know, to be functional. I wasn't training to just be there for looks. Um, 
And okay, fine, whatever. It is what it is. And I was in a certain emotional space also. I've grown, you know, I've grown a lot since then. Um, I still have more work to do on those areas, I think, as we all do and always will have to do. But, um, but my, my point here is, and the story goes that like, okay, fine. So I was doing all that stuff and years go by and, um, fast forward a a number of years and it's like, I'm 22, I'm 20, I'm about 22 and I was lifting and I, and I realized that I'm actually, my, my, my posture is not very good because I have overdeveloped muscles in certain areas like my back, um, and like my upper back and my back and my lats um, in different areas and they're causing me to curl up my shoulders because I don't have a strong support system there that's supporting the rest of my structure. So uh, it like like my um, like my chest my chest my chest to my biceps um, and so it physically just purely physically it was causing me in my anatomy to just be hunched over because there was a natural curl going on with my um, the over tightness and the overdevelopedness of my muscles in my back um, and like in my triceps and different things like that from doing lots of pull-ups and different things and um, and like lots of kettlebell work and lots of like barbell work and stuff like that. And I just never touched bench. I never touched any sort of bench or buyer. The only things I was doing for biceps was like deadlifts and functional exercises. So there was nothing happening for my chest and my biceps. And after a number of years, I got to a point where like I was actually underdeveloped in that area and it was causing me to decline in my performance. And I noticed it was it was like pretty considerable actually. It was pretty it was a it was a notable um, difference in my performance levels uh, because of this thing. And and after a little and I also noticed that I was walking around with a hunch now because like I just developed that way over time and I just wasn't touching this area at all because of some stupid chip I had on my shoulder, right? And and after a little while. I had talked with a buddy about it and I, we were open, we were talking about it. We were opening it up and he was like, bro, just do some chest and butt. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, I need to like balance this thing out, you know? And so I started like just specifically doing, I mean, I would still integrate it and I would still work them in as dynamic exercises. And, and I was never really doing like just pure isolation stuff. I'm not really into that. Um, but I was, doing more specific and focused bicep and and chest work um and it and because i had developed the rest of my body in such a way where like i had really strong forearms really strong calf muscles really strong quads and glutes and hamstrings everything in my system was really already very developed except for this area and i would say my trunk which i'm now focusing on a lot my trunk my midsection like it was still, I was in, like I said, I was in shape, but I was just, I wanted, it was not like superb. I'm kind of a long guy, and so it's hard for me to like get a really strong trunk. Um, so that's what my focus is now. But um, it was like one of these areas that like, it was one of like two main areas that was like not strong, but I already had a very strong system. Um, 
in my back, in my lats, in in muscles that are hard to work out, like your forearms. It's hard to build a lot of strength there. Most people are not building lots of strength in their forearms and stuff. Also from working and like doing farm work and different things. Like I ended up developing strong hands and, and jujitsu and, and strong grips and strong forearms and stuff like that. And so when I eventually did get to the chest, and I did get to the biceps, I threw on mass really quickly and threw on strength really quickly because I had already a system and a structure to support it. And what happened physically, but not just physically, but also like in my self-esteem, emotionally, psychologically, my sense of self like radically expanded. I felt more like I was capable of doing things. I felt more like a leader. I felt like I didn't have to hide from things. Um, it was incredible. It was incredible to see. Like the, it was such a difference, and and it came from expanding an area that was like an obvious weakness in my body, um, and. It was so cool. It was so cool to see that. And it was kind of like a classic example and kind of like a big one. Um, like, it, my mine wasn't exactly like you have like super rounded shoulders because you're depressed per se. It was like a little bit of a different angle. Um, but it ended up creating sort of that sense of self where like I had rounded shoulders because of overdeveloped in a different area. And then it sort of created that persona and I, and I could feel it in my personality and I could feel more importantly, this difference afterwards where I had this expanded chest, like I could like walk into a situation with an open chest, with a deeper voice, with a more grounded sense of self and confident. And like, I was, I was blown away by, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like, it's a stark difference. And um, it just goes to show you that you can, and it goes the other way as well. Like if you work on yourself emotionally, if you go to a psychiatrist, it will open you up to be able to, you know, function better physically, you know? So that's the beautiful part is that it goes and it flows in both ways. And it was like the, basically the, it was, and this is the beautiful, this is the beautiful part about this. This is the beautiful part about this. Catch this. Highlighting the conversation that we had yesterday about essentially making a shift, making a change, changing that conversation, like you being the determiner and what the conversation looks like, you're able to do that because you're able to take the place that's easiest. You want to, and this is a big thing. And it, and it, sometimes it's hard for us to accept this. I know it's been, it was historically has been very hard for me to accept this, but Sometimes and in many ways, and there's def- there's certainly a place for this, we want to take the low-hanging fruit. And there's also a place for, you know, to have conversation around the grit and mental toughness and doing the hard things. But especially when you're trying to just get momentum and trying to get moving in life, you want to hit the low-hanging fruit and you want to be able to move and start to move and get momentum. Like... You don't want to do something that's going to be too hard for you that you can't you can't actually follow through on. So 
So, like, if it's easier for you to go to a psychiatrist one-on-one before you go to a massive gym where there's all sorts of people and there's, you know, and there's people and you don't know them and, like, everybody in you, there's kind of a judgy environment and, like, it's hard and, and all this stuff and, like, you want to start lifting weights but you don't know exactly what you're doing and, and all these things, like, it might be easier for you to go to a psychiatrist first and then talk about some of these things, a psychiatrist that you trust, um... And again, like we, I mentioned this and what, like you can be, I, being proactive about this puts you in an entirely different position than being reactive to this. It makes you actually want to be with your, uh, your psychiatrist. It makes you, you can ask people if they have good recommendations. You can, it enables you to trust your psychiatrist and have an actual relationship with your psychiatrist. And that, that will enable you and facilitates the real work, um, that is so, basically you know fundamental to what you're actually doing there um so going into that space with that type of mindset can free you up in major ways if that's low-hanging fruit for you and you just start doing that other things will follow from that and then from there afterwards once you start getting a healthy sense of steam you can start going and working out and then those things correlating and connecting together boom all of a sudden create this massive dynamic effect and boom and boom and you start getting momentum and you're moving and now you come back four weeks later you're like a totally changed man changed woman going into like you you go and see their psychiatrist a month later and you started working out again and like and like boom all of a sudden there's like i just like what happened to you you made an overnight trans transformation you know that's because there's you're 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 completely you're in control of the conversation you're shifting the dialogue now you're the one determining how this is going to go and and in that sense, you want to start with the low-hanging fruit just in terms of getting something that's going to be um, easy for you to get started with. Um, so in that sense, like if it's, and if that's physically, that's why I recommend jiu-jitsu so much because it's such a good environment and a supporting environment and a loving environment. And it's a tough environment. It'll make you grow. But the community is so strong and so supportive and it's so warm. And there's no, and there's not judgment in these communities. Like really, really. Like, if you don't know, go try it. And you, and if you know, then you know. And if you know, you're sitting there going, "Yep, it's awesome." And I go every, however many times a week. And and my, you know, my family goes, my kids go. Like, it's a really healthy environment. And I've been in all sorts of environments for exercise, health and wellness, health and fitness, all different types of environments. I say this with. You know, a pretty good, well-rounded um, cadre of experience here. I've been in CrossFit gyms. I've been in big, you know, Globo, whatever, LA fitness gyms. I've been in local, sort of tinier gyms. I've been in all sorts of, you know, jujitsu gyms. I've been in other martial arts gyms. I've been in backyard gyms. I've been in like home gym environments. I mean, you dream it. I've been in th- these types of gyms. I've been a gym rat my most of my life. And, and there's basically and consistently, that's the important part. Consistently, there's not a community that I've seen in the health and fitness world as warm, as supportive as the jujitsu community. Um, and it's so cool. They want you to grow. Like, they're your friends. There's no hidden agenda. There's nothing there. They want you to grow, and they're supportive in you and your growth. They'll give you some tough love when you need it, but but more importantly, they're supporting you in your growth. And you feel that, and you know it. And 
And, and so if you're looking for an environment to be growing physically, that's the environment I recommend. I don't recommend going to like a big, like Globo, whatever, LA fitness gym or something like that. If you're just getting going, because you're going to run into all of those problems that we're talking about. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. People are going to judge me. There's so much egos involved. There's all sorts of stuff that okay, let's get rid of all of that conversation and let's go somewhere where you're actually connecting with humans, you're connecting with people, you're making good relationships, you're building friendships, you're building yourself physically, you're building your knowledge, you're building your confidence, not just in your strength, but in your skill, in your ability to like, take care of yourself, defend yourself. And, and there's so much there that you're receiving. So that's also a low-hanging fruit. So if you want to go, and then from there, you'll make friends and you'll learn how to exercise. That's the whole thing. You'll learn how to exercise. So, and if it's not that, it's diet. Maybe it's diet. You want to go and hit diet? Okay, if that's your low-hanging fruit, then hit that and follow through with that. You'll start feeling better. Then you can start working out again. And then you can start, and maybe once you get some self-confidence, you feel like you can go back, you can go and talk to somebody about this. You can go to a psychiatrist. You know, like this is what we're talking about. We want to get the momentum moving in one way or another whether it be physically emotionally mentally or spiritually and you know mentally a good way to do that you could say is like journaling I could go and journal I want to go and talk I want to just like express it I don't necessarily want to express it to anybody right now you know I just want to express it so go and journal and just journal and talk about this stuff and write about this stuff and like open it up and open yourself up and so whatever way physically emotionally mentally spiritually we're looking to just get that dialogue going and shift that language and shift that conversation that's being had. Because currently, it's a conversation and it's not a good conversation. I'm sorry for the noise right now. There's a truck that's passing me. Stand by. <laughs> that's a loud truck, huh? Apologize for that. Okay. Basically, the point is to be shifting the dialogue. And and that that's our goal and you can do it in any way that is best for you. That's the good news here. That's the best part. That's what I'm getting at. Is, is that whatever way is best for you, whatever way that you can do it, whatever way you feel good, whatever way you want to, whatever way is open and you can consistently hit, you can do do it. Like feel good about hitting that. You can do that. You don't have to subscribe to like some failure mindset or some failure model or that you can't or you're not enough. This garbage. Get rid of that mindset. It's nothing. It's it's pachot. It's it's small in Hebrew. I mean small. It's 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 a it's a nothing mindset. Think about more what you can consistently follow through on and what you're going to feel and experience that growth inside of. And move into that space and that thing is going to dovetail into all sorts of other areas. It's going to open up all of the areas that are currently closed for you. Like they're currently locked off for you. So that's the important thing here is, is finding that channel, that avenue for you right now moving into it and allowing that to open up other space. Because once you hit that and you start doing it, it's going to open up all sorts of things that were at this point, this moment right now, they're currently closed for you. So if you're looking at them, you're like, man, I want to go to the gym, but I like, I can't, you know, because of whatever reality that you're in. Okay. If you start going to a psychiatrist, that might open up the gym, you know, and, and, and so, it'll open up things that are currently unavailable to you. And this is what we've been talking about from beforehand. Like, 
Your imagination is a limited thing. It's more, your imagination is purely based on the mindset and the state of consciousness that you're in. So you can't imagine, you can't put your, it's hard to put yourself into that space of what it'll be like to be accessible, to be able to go to a gym, to be able to feel that way, to be able to go there because you're not there. You have to put yourself there. Some people can do that work by themselves. Some people can put them there by themselves. But what you're doing, you're stately doing is you're changing your mindset. You're changing your, you're shifting your state of consciousness. It's not, you're not staying in the same is consciousness you're moving that's the whole thing you're you're expanding you're throwing that rock you're throwing your imagination rock and 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 being able to stretch out and and shift into a different space and feel what it would feel like to to be there and to be open and to be confident and to be that's something that you might not be in right now so some people can do that by themselves other people can't do that by themselves right now but you can learn how to do that and that's something that I would like to get into in the future, learning how to do that by yourself. Journaling is a great way to start using that muscle. Um, and like expressing gratitude is a great way to start get using that muscle and start connecting to that. But um, the real point here is, is, and again, it's the same theme. that We're talking about the same thing. You've got to move. you just got to start going. And the point here is to say, move, change that dialogue, and hit the low-hanging fruit because those low-hanging fruit are going to get you moving. Something that you can consistently do that you can follow through on that's going to open up space for you in different areas that you can then move into and, and, continue, in, you know, and continue down that path. Continue that first thing that you were doing until it's just you've maxed it out. Until, and that's the goal. Like, you know, it might be something where you see a psychiatrist for like, you know, just a couple of weeks or a couple of months. And then after a couple of months, you're like, actually, I'm good. I just need like, you know, I actually I went and saw a psychiatrist like, what was it? A year and a half ago, maybe or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but a year and a half about. And and I went to him because I was doing a lot of work on myself. And there was a couple little areas that I was having trouble connecting. I couldn't get to them by myself. Like I needed some help getting to some areas in my emotional landscape, um, in my psychological landscape, that it was very challenging just for me to get to alone. It was sort of like what I was doing yesterday. I went to go see my friend, the physical therapist, because I was, I'm doing constantly, I'm doing work on myself, but sometimes you need an extra hand to be able to get to the places that you want to get to in order to fix the problems that you need to fix, right? So I went to the psychiatrist and I was like, and I could identify basically what my problems were, but I couldn't fix them just by myself. It's like sort of the analogy would be like, almost like I need to move this table through this doorway, but I'm one person and it's like a massive table. You know, I can't do it by myself. I need an extra pair of hands just to, in order to get this job done, so to speak. And I also, maybe they're, you know, and they're, they could, they're, they're an expert in this stuff. And so they also have expanded knowledge on this topic that I don't have. But the whole, you should be, and I said this before again, you should be working on yourself because when you go to see these people, you're confident, you feel good, you're proactive, you can trust them, you have a good relationship with them, and it enables them to do their job better. So I went and saw this guy, and, and after like, we worked together for like two months, and after two months, he was like, okay, so what next? And I was like, Honestly, I think that's it. Like, I'm good. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm not good forever. I'm not good for the rest of my life. But like for right now, that was like the main thing I wanted to tackle. And I, I feel like we tackled it and, and I feel good about that. And, and we made a lot of ground. We, we moved a lot in just like, like two months. We did a lot of work. 
And, and I was so grateful to be able to go and see him. And we really did a lot of work. And like, you don't have to go and see a psychiatrist forever. You don't have to be locked into five years of psychiatry. No way. You, but like, you know, if you're working on yourself, most of the, a lot, five years of psychiatry is generally for people. And this is not a, this is not a rule. So please take this with a grain of salt. I'm not saying this is a rule. I know people have had both experiences, but, but a lot of the times the psychiatry that lasts that long is for people who are not clear about what's going on in their system. And so it takes a lot of time for them to figure out like what's going on inside of there. But if you have clarity, then you can move through these problems quickly. And so go to see somebody and it could be just for two months. And that, in, and that two months will enable you to get moving in other areas of your life. It just kickstarts it's the igniter. It starts your momentum. It's the catalyst for this fire that you can now start burning with. And that's the fire. We're talking about the elements. The fire is your growth, right? We talked about fire. Fire is growth. Fire is only growing. It's only consuming. It's only moving. It's, only, it's always going up. It's always, it's always going. Fire is growth. It's consumption. It's burn. You know, in your belly, it's the digestion. You know, it's just churning. It's churning. It's moving it's growing if you're going to grow your garden your the work that you put in is really like the fire it's the churning of the ground the ground's the vessel but you have to churn that ground <laughs> that's the fire so so it's going to catalyze your fire um so that's the point here if i'm running if i'm beating this horse dead um i apologize but i'm really trying to um drive this point home here and that's that um, there's a couple of, there's, a, I've mentioned a bunch of different points and I've been repeating a bunch of different points and they're important. And if you continue to follow through on all of these little things and start to enact them and you'll hear them and you'll hear them, you get sick of hearing them, but are you, are you doing them is the question. You can hear them and get sick of me hearing them. Okay, fine. So then do them, do them and then reach out to me and tell me that you're doing them and I'll stop talking about them. Okay. You know, or you could just stop listening to me. I don't care, but either way. My my goal is for you to go and grow, and so I hope you grow. And and you know the best way to get momentum is to hit those low hanging fruit. Now, once you have momentum, once you have actual real momentum and growth and confidence and and all of these things in your life, now we can talk about like structuring your day in a different way. Like I want to be getting the hard things done first. I want to be moving into problems head first. I want to be tackling, you know, big challenges and, and setting hard goals and high goals and, and doing all of these things. Um, and that's obviously, that's where we want to go. That's where we're getting, um, you know, but you can't approach the road of growth, especially when you're in like a really unhealthy state of consciousness. You don't have, don't have a good mindset. Um, your overall wellness is not good. You can't approach life that way because it's not going to work. It doesn't work, okay? Um, you have to just start getting momentum and moving in the right direction and feeding the right things and starting little by little and little with consistency. And that's going to be yielding those results that you want to see. And eventually you can start putting more weight on that bar, so to speak, and start lifting more and doing more and feeling good and do you know, and all that good stuff. So, um, so the point here, it was many, there's many points, um, is just, is again, get moving and um, get those, get those, hit those low-hanging fruit. And I 
recommend like again you don't the thing with growth is that you don't have to get attached to one thing like this is also the same thing with the mindset your shift you're going to shift your mindset's going to shift your state of consciousness is going to shift from where you were um to where you will be and so it's gonna you're gonna be different so don't think so much about what it will be like just go there and and you'll experience what it'll be like and then when you're in the present you can be working with whatever is there currently but you can't predict what it's going to be like because you don't know what it's going to be like you don't know what it's going to feel like and that's a huge thing like i think a lot of people it's like man i got to do this okay that means i have to do like this psychiatry i got to be with this person for like 5 years or 2 years i don't you know i don't really want to work with somebody for that long you don't have to maybe it's just 2 months maybe it's you know and you can just go and get into something and like like i'm saying like once you shift that state once you shift your state you know you could be good after 2 months and then you can move on and that's the thing with growth is that you cycle through things and if you if you don't need to stay with one thing per se you can continue moving that enables you to move on into other areas where you can continue to expand your emotional your psychological health and your overall health and wellness right so that's the important part get moving stay moving and follow through on things that you can um consistently hit and get done i think that's my point here um it all started i i you know it, i yesterday i was talking with my buddy my physical therapist buddy and um and he was telling me like just to loop this whole thing back around that like it's not even a question for him he sees it all the time he just, this is what he does he's a physical therapist for people he sees it all the time where people come to him he helps them physically and their entire like life changes because they're able to go and move right you could say like if you don't want to dissect it and get into the emotional and like how to correlate and all of this stuff just simple practical whatever you're now like open and capable as a human and you can move forward in life without you know these hindrances upon you so go and start removing those hindrances and ask for help and you can ask for help and start calling on help from people and and like people will be supportive and they'll be very proud of you and they'll actually like really support you and send you a lot of love like like I said the last time you know if you this is a really good exercise to do if you want to get some perspective on yourself ask 10 people around you some questions and like what you know what's your favorite part about me what are habits that I have that are really good what are habits that I have that are really bad where do you see like my potential in life what is like something that I did that was like really cool that you like a very unique what is something that like I've done that is um like a very like something that is very unique to me that you don't see anybody else do um what are things that you you see that I do consistently that are not healthy that I could fix um what areas of growth do you think that I could be working on uh that um you know would be very helpful for me or how do you think that I can influence other people in healthy ways down the road in the future all of these start asking these questions send it out to like 10 people they're going to want to because they're going to want to share their opinion and they're going to want to support you and um it will really start to just get that momentum moving like we're saying so just go just go i'll check back in with you tomorrow and we'll continue moving guys um like i said i'm just going to keep throwing things at you there's so much in here that is so it's so much in here that's practical i'm really like trying to be practical here and so there's and there really is there's so much in here that is so practical so please go and just get that low hanging fruit and get after it and and start making moves okay and even if you're very developed even if you're very established and very growth oriented 
also same for you. <laughs> like it doesn't, it's not any different. Go keep getting after it. Continue to expand those things. Continue to work on the blockages. Continue to work on the hindrances. Call upon help. Ask for help. If you're already very developed, or if you're if you're financially well off, you know, call upon assistance. Call, you know, hire the right people. Do your due diligence. Make sure it's the right people. Make sure they're very good. But you know, you use your resources. Use the resources that you have available to you. Okay, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Have an amazing day.